Hey, Fran, thank you for tuning in today. You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode 152. Today I'm talking with a wedding photographer named Berkeley. She is an amazing person, an incredible photographer from Florida, USA. And one of the reasons why I wanted to jump on and bring this conversation to you today is because she has been following me for a little while now and she's been listening to a lot of my podcast episodes and stuff and she's been thinking about joining the Six Figure Business Map. And we had this big conversation where she was telling me that she's already booked out for the year, she's got so much work and she wasn't sure if a coaching program would be right for her. So we have a discussion on how a coaching program makes a lot of sense because even when you're really busy, it's good to have the support. It's good to have that network. It's good to be working on your mindset and so many other things. And we can always be learning and always be growing. Now, I love that she really brings us through her mindset shift and how she's changed from where she was to where she wants to be. And she talks about how much she hates change, but she talks about how much it's important for her and she's always taking things to another level. So I really, really admire her outlook and the way that she sort of brings everything together and makes it really easy. I know right now there's so many people just like herself that is in the exact same boat. And so that is the reason why I felt like it was important to bring her on the podcast. Now, not only just for obviously my course, The Business Map, because podcast is not about me just selling my course. This is for anyone's education or anyone that's um, helping you level up. So there's coaches out there, there's education, there's so many different things, or it might not even be that. It might be a big purchase that you're going to purchase or where you're going to be investing your money because we always have these big blocks, you know, so we want to spend a big chunk of change or maybe we don't want to spend a big chunk of change, but it has to happen anyway. And we get really nervous, really scared about it. And what we don't realize it's, it's important to feel like that in business because we're getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. And I think that is insanely important. So again, if you wanted to say hi to myself, you can head over to my Instagram at jialong.co. I'm always over there. I've got all my resources and everything on my website, jialong.co as well. Other than that, let's get into today's interview. Hey, I'm sitting here with Berkeley at the moment. I got a message from Berkeley a little while ago and she was saying that she wanted to join the business map, but wasn't sure if it was right for her as she's already hitting a lot of goals and uh, doing a lot of work. So we had a bit of a conversation and from there, we dove into a few cool mindset things. And I thought it'd be really cool to have a chat with her on the podcast today to bring you some of those mindset shifts and maybe some of the limiting beliefs that we have around higher education or going out there and joining something because it can be scary and it can feel like it's not for us or it's at the wrong time or whatever it is. So excited for today's episode and just to have a bit of a jam and a bit of a relaxed conversation with Berkeley. So, hey, how are you? Hey, Jai, how are you? I'm so excited, blessed, honored, and privileged to be here right now. And I'm so excited to have a chat. So let's get into it. I'm excited as well. Really, really excited. And I'm just sitting here. It's a Saturday morning for me, actually. And um, got up early, went for a walk and I thought, let's get in, let's have a chat. And um, I think today is going to be really fun. 
I'm so excited. Let's do it. I'm a bit nervous, but I trust you. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start off with, um, do you want to introduce yourself to me in the audience? Yes. My name is Berkeley McGahee. I am from Jupiter, Florida, so pretty far from Jai, but I am 26 years old. I've been doing photography for just a few years now and absolutely love it. So you are a full-time photographer at the moment? Yes, full-time photographer. I'm finally paying my taxes and all that good stuff. So that's so very cool. excited to be yeah, very excited to be going into this year with positive vibes and excited to shoot more weddings. So how did you actually get into photography and making your own break and going full time? Yes, thank you for asking. And it's so cool to be asked how I made my break because it's actually very special to me. So actually, a several years ago, my, my, my dad, he bought me a camera. I think it was a Canon Rebel. And I just wanted a camera as a hobby. So he bought me one and I went, went out shooting just random stuff. But a couple of years later, we went to Napa Valley and we were actually wine tasting. And I took a picture of a flower and I showed it to him and he goes, hey, you're pretty good. Like you should start a photography business. And I was like, really? Like, no way. So he's like, make an Instagram, just upload 30 of your best photos and see where it takes you. So I went ahead and did that. I made a photography business, well, just on Instagram. (laughs) And I started shooting like grads and college and families and all of that stuff. And then comes 2017, he actually was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And, you know, he was, he was positive and so was I, but it actually led to 2018 where he actually passed away. And before he passed away, he asked me, well, I was asking him, like, do you have any advice for me? Like, and he was just said, like, you're going to be a wedding photographer. And I had never shot any weddings before. He said, you're going to be a wedding photographer. I had never shot a wedding in my life. I had no idea what I wanted to shoot. And I even questioned myself in that time with wow. my own photography. And so right when he passed away, October 2018, I actually booked my first wedding unintentionally in 2019. So I shot my first wedding. I felt, wow, this is really where I'm meant to be right now. Like, this is what I want to be doing. Like, regardless of my dad telling me that, I felt like I was, this was my purpose. So after that, you know, shot a couple weddings, but then I really suffered from anxiety and depression. So I was really, you know, down in the dumps for a while, like, you know, still questioning photography, but I turned that pain into motivation and for my business and for motivation. And I started booking more weddings and I booked a bunch in 2020 and then obviously COVID happened. So then I had lots of bookings in 2021, had a busy year and now I'm just trying to keep that going. So I found you and you've helped me so much. So that's an incredible story. And I'm sorry to hear about, you know, how it all started as well. It's like started tragic and then it's turned into something beautiful, which is, Sometimes yeah. we, we just don't know what's going to happen or what's around the corner for us, hey? Right. And that's why I love that you, when you talk about your why, and because it sounds so cliche, but once I really found my why is when I could really do photography for life. Because before I feel like I was more ego driven, you know, like trying to be the best photographer, the likes and the followers, whatever. But once he passed away, it's like every time I take a picture now, it's like, I will feel like they'll look back and really appreciate it in 10 years. 
So it just, yeah. Yeah. So tell me about that. Like a lot of people haven't gone through an experience like you have. And I think um, I've gone through that experience quite a lot of times. And I think it really does sort of put things into perspective. And as a business owner, it kind of makes you realize a few things like one, and I don't know if you feel like this, but you don't have that much time. And so things become more urgent as in like, you're not like rushing around, but you do know that like, Hey, I'm willing to risk things and do things because I know that today is so important to me. Do you feel like that? Right. 100%. You know, I feel like I was very, did not think that way before I lost my dad. And I think, you know, in the pain of it all, it teaches a great lesson that nothing lasts forever. And that's so special when it comes to shooting weddings or anything really that you're just kind of freezing time. But yeah, I love when you talk about like when I was in your wedding summit, like so many of the speakers talked about their why. And I was just in absolute tears because it's so true. It's cliche, but it's true. It is so true. And that's why we, you know, if anyone that's successful, they always talk about it, but you see when someone is just doing it for the likes or they're just doing it, you know, for whatever reason, and you see someone that has a purpose and they're kind of like a guided missile. And sometimes you're like, man, how do they get so far ahead? Or how are they getting such big success? Or how are they not scared of posting on Instagram or doing something small, you know? But I think when you have such a deep drive and such a deep purpose, your why, it overcomes all those things and makes everything else seem so small in comparison. Right. And that's why I appreciate you so much when you talk about your dad and everything. And it just really is inspiring and relatable to a lot of people. So I love that. Totally. And, you know, I actually forget that so many people relate and um, are in the exact same yeah. situation, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's You've really got cool. lots of people that can relate. Yeah. For mm. sure. So I really appreciate when you talk about your family because, yeah, people relate so much. So that's really cool. And you also said something else that it gives you more motivation. And I know it's not specifically that life event, but I do know like it's having that deeper why. It's obviously giving you more motivation. So do you feel like that purpose and that why that you have that's so special to you? Do you feel like that helps you get up every single day and, um, you know, make an impact or or like maybe better yourself and maybe even like make yourself proud? Absolutely. At 100%, because what, after that happened, I I didn't really want to get out of bed. You know, it was hard. Like I would just be crying, didn't see the point, but then it just goes to show you have one life, like make bigger goals, make bigger unrealistic goals and get after it. So (laughs) that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I love it. With a lot of your help. (laughs) I love it. It's um, for me, like I've got to say, like people have actually asked me before, like, Jay, are you scared of anything or are you fearless? It seems like you are because you'll just go into a business deal or you'll go in and do something, even if you're going to fail. But I do think for myself, like over the years of having so much loss and uh, having like, when you do have that struggle, it makes things, it put things in a perspective of like what you would actually be scared of. And it actually liberates you and gets rid of a lot of the fear around a lot of the small things that we have in our day-to-day life. And I think that is actually really important. And a lot of people that we know that are successful, they have gone through a lot. So they've experienced a lot. And so the lows are really low, but it means the highs are really high. So when you do hit those unrealistic goals, or when you do overcome a whole lot of things, and you know you take your business to another level or your client experience or whatever it is it's like man like this is it's like success tastes so much sweeter 
when you've put in the sweat equity and you've put in the work and you've gone through the lows and you've come out the other side. Absolutely. And you're a prime example of that because you literally started for nothing and created this amazing world for yourself and you have fans in the USA and all over the world. So it's just awesome to see because you give and give and give and you're just amazing. So <laughs> it, it's well, the whole world is just amazing when you put yourself out there and then um, not only do you give yeah. and give, like I receive all the time. So I just receive and receive and, you know, like our relationship right now and, and get to meet people around the world and stuff. So it's like all these little things that happen at the time and you didn't know what it was going to be turns into something else. Now there's actually a really good story. I wish I'm going to, I'm going to probably butcher this story a little bit, but I love to tell it anyway. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called, this concept. So, so basically um, there's a guy yeah. and if you've heard this story and if anyone's listening, heard this story, like I've only heard this like a couple of years ago on a podcast. So please don't judge me right now. <laughs> no, I would never. This is like a live podcast yeah, for yeah. me right now. So I love this. So there was a gentleman and he had his son and his son was at the front and um, he had a son and he had some horses. And so I think a whole bunch of horses ran away and his neighbor came up and said, Oh, like that sucks. Like your horses ran away. And then he's like, well, maybe I actually don't know. And then a little while on, um, I think they go out and find a horse and it's like a wild horse and they bring it in. They're like, that's so lucky you found a horse. And he says, maybe, you know, don't know. So then his son gets on the horse and he starts riding the horse and the horse bucks him off and he breaks his leg. And there's, and then the neighbor comes over and goes, Oh, that's horrible news that that, that happened. Like, I can't believe that happened. And he said, well, maybe like, I don't know. And then the next day they were recruiting for the military and everyone under a certain age had to go to war. And so they actually skipped him because his son had a broken leg. And then the neighbor comes over. He's like, oh my God, you're so lucky. And he says, maybe, but I'm not sure. And so what's interesting was, it was like, there was ups and downs and ups and downs, but you don't know what the outcome's going to be or why something has happened. Like what is the reason why something has happened? And so I see like a lot of these life things that happen a lot of the times, like Joe will be like, man, Joe, you're so lucky this happened. And for me, I'm like, maybe, but I don't actually know what it's going to do. Or they're like, that's so unfortunate that you failed on this. And I'm like, maybe, but I don't know the knock on yeah. effect, you know, and I always <laughs> maybe. think not about really that. though. Yeah. You're just I not sure. I absolutely love that. <laughs> exactly. You're not sure. But like you said, like, I love how you always, you know, you never complain about being tired or, or you never really speak on any negativity. And, and that's because you, you know, that you can turn something so good out of something so bad. Yes. So that's amazing. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to start saying maybe. that when they say, oh, oh, if they say, oh, it's a shit day outside, I'm going to be like, maybe, but maybe the rain would be soothing to me while I'm inside editing. Yeah, you, you don't know, you know, like maybe you were going to go for a drive with the shots, but now it's raining. So you're staying inside watching Netflix and you avoided yeah. a car accident or something like you just don't know. Exactly. Everything is for a reason. And I truly believe that. So can you tell me, um, you came to my wedding photography summit. Can you tell me when you first sort of found me and all the stuff that I'm doing? Of course I did. And I love this question because I actually didn't find you too long ago. I actually, it was right before. I think it was like a week before your wedding photography summit. I was listening to John Charles podcast that you were on, which that is, I've, I've actually listened to that like more than five times. Cause I just love what you had to say in that. If no one's listened to that, please go listen to it right now. But 
I was listening. I was like, what is this guy on? Like, let me get some. And so you just were giving and giving all this amazing information. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do the wedding photography summit, but you actually surprised me with a VIP ticket, which was awesome. But I learned so much just from that podcast and just from the wedding photography summit. So from that point in time until now, I've listened to every single one of your podcasts obsessively. And I'm like, my mom would come in and be like, oh, it's the Australian guy again. <laughs> like I have become obsessed. And it's just because you give and give and you give all this valuable information. And before, you know, I never really knew what a business coach was. I, I didn't know there was education out there. I didn't know that, you know, a business coach was even a thing. And I'm kind of the person that doesn't really like change. I hate to admit that, but I don't really like change. And I, and I don't really love learning either. But once I listened to your podcast, I was like, wow, I connect and relate with this guy so much. And actually, just from listening to Don's podcast, I had booked three weddings in a day just from using those tips, just from listening to one podcast. It's amazing that power. Yeah. And it's just little things like stop talking about yourself, ask them about them, ask like solve their problems, agree with them, talk about them and what's important to them, just little stuff like that. So from then on out, I listen to every other podcast, anything you put out, like I'm buying, but I found myself in a scarcity mindset. I'm not going to lie. And it was just briefly but I express this to you. So I was, it's not that I was questioning the business map or you, because I literally think you are like the president of the earth, but <laughs> it was more so of, it was more so of questioning myself. <laughs> I, was questioning, I was questioning myself in that moment because, you know, like I said, I don't really like change. I don't really like to learn but it's like people don't become who they want because they're too attached to who they've been. And and I think you posted something on your Instagram, like if you want the same results as last year, do the same thing as last year. And I think I just got too comfortable, you know, like I, I'm busy for the first time in my life. I'm booked out for the year. Great. But I'm not the best photographer in the world. And how am I supposed to keep booking out every year if I don't educate myself? Or how do you think my clients will if someone has their eye on me and they're not even engaged yet, how do you think they'd feel if I just stopped learning? <laughs> oh, absolutely. So in that moment, I was just typing like, oh, should I join the business app? And I'm like, wait, I literally just solved my problem in wild typing. And I sound so stupid. I'm literally laughing at myself. I'm actually embarrassed because I'm questioning learning. I'm basically saying just because I'm booked out for the year, I can't learn more which is so silly because coming across someone like you, I would give you all my money just to have a conversation with you. So that's why I'm joining the business map. I mean, hopefully I get in, <laughs> but I am so grateful for, you know, you showing up relentlessly on your podcast, which has gained so much trust with me who didn't even, would never even consider a business coach. Like I love to save my money. Right. Oh but, yeah. Like we all do. Yeah, right. But why would we do that when we can invest it in our business that we've grown and grow it more? So I solved my own problem as I had that thought and the thought didn't last long. And now the second that I was like, I'm joining the business map, I'm so excited. Now when I wake up in the morning, I just think of the business map. When I go to bed at night, I think of Jai and the business map and, and the things that we're hopefully going to do. So 
It's so exciting. There's um, so many things in that. And one thing I want to say, it's actually interesting. You should not be um, embarrassed or anything with when you vocalize something and then you realize like not the mistake, but you realize the answer. And so I actually do this a lot with um, when I'm doing some coaching because someone will have a mind, mind block and they'll ask me a question. And then I'll say like, can you actually verbally ask me this question? And then they do. And when they do, I can see the cogs turning in their head and they're like, wait a second, I'm, I'm actually answering my own question. And they need that space. That's and how then, I felt. Yeah, they need that space just to be able to do that. And I do that as well. So I'll say something or I'll complain to someone. And then I'm like, wait, what? what? And I'll catch myself doing that. And I'm like, what am I complaining yeah. about? And where's that coming from? And then so yeah. from there, I can actually change. So I think that's just a really important thing that we need all need to go through. 100%. And I know that I am very, like, I critique myself, I judge myself, I'm hard on myself. And I know I'm not alone in that. But I feel like you have such a way of making people feel safe, like almost as like a therapist, really. So I just feel like you're really made for this. And I'm just so excited. And I would never pay another business coach because your information is so much more valuable than anything I've ever come across. But yeah, we all need to stop being so mean to ourselves. Like, we're so mean to ourselves, you know, yeah. like, even for instance, like um, if I was going to join a coach or something, I don't question if the coach is good enough. I question if I'm good enough. So I, I'm like, I know and, the yep. coach is doing the thing and I can see all the results that the other people are getting, but could I get those? You know what I mean? And how mean is that? Exactly. It's so mean, Jai, because I literally booked three weddings from listening to one of your podcasts. So it'd be like, doing myself a disgrace to not join your business map. And then I, I ran, I listened to all your podcasts and I ran out of podcasts to listen to. And I'm like, wow, well, he better keep talking to me. So I'm joining the business. <laughs> <Yeah. map." laughs> well, I just want to say like, I remember the first time. So when I first started, I actually remember the first time I met a coach or like a workshop or like a mentor and um, how much it blew my mind. And throughout my career, I've had different times with different mentors with different coaches but I remember the exact same feeling and I get it all the time now when I meet some, when I hear someone new and what's incredible is I, I'm like, they're talking to me. And when I get to that point, I'm like, it's, I can't believe it. Like, I just want to talk to this person because what they're saying is exactly what I've been through or, or their goals in line with my goals. And so I know the exact feeling that you're talking about when you actually find that and it kind of opens your whole mind because all of a sudden um, this you don't feel alone. That's what it feels like. It's like, I'm not crazy. It does make sense. And there's someone else that's just as crazy as me. And I love that. Absolutely. And you are insane in the best way. And I want <laughs> yeah. to be just like that. What, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I want this energy around me all the time because it's genuinely changed my life. So I just thank you for that. And I think everyone should sign up. <laughs> yeah. So I love that energy. And, um, the first workshop I ever went to was actually Jonas Peterson's workshop, funny enough. And I, the first time I found him, it was just online and I found his webpage and it was, it was $2,000 to go to his workshop. And I just started, so I haven't even booked any work yet. And I remember thinking like, oh man, like I, I just don't have the money. And then I made it my mission to how can I get the money? Where can I find it? What can I do for anyone, anywhere? You know, doesn't matter what it is to get that money. And 
the thing was what I worked out in my head is like, well, the downside is I could just lose 2000, but the upside is I could meet this mentor. I could meet a room full of people that are doing what I'm doing. I could, I could feel like I found my tribe. And even if I found one tiny thing that brought back some money or shifted my mindset or brought me some positivity, then that money was like well, well worth it. So I did go out there and I hustled and hustled. And I got to say that was probably the best investment when I first started my business, because one, the one takeaway I got was how to sell albums. And I think that next year I sold about $50,000 worth of albums, which I never would have done. But two, I actually made lifelong friends and I made connections, even with Jonas, like we talk at summits together now and things like that. So that all those connections came because I was willing to pay for his time to be in the room with him and listen with him and um, become friends with him. And then I was all of a sudden in a new league. And I did the same thing with Gary V, right? Like I paid him so I could talk to him, so I could be in a room with him. And, you know, so now we can like DM on Instagram and things like that. And it's for me, it's like, I feel like I'm worth it, you know? And so that means when I go to a coach now, because I've seen so many results over and over, I no longer hold myself back thinking, am I good enough? I know I am. And so it's so easy for me to make that investment. Right. And that's so incredible because, you know, I don't think I'm good enough at times and I know everyone else can agree with that, but there's no escaping the work that needs to be put in when you need to make, want to make a bigger impact. Yes. So it's like, if anyone says like, Oh, you're giving away all of your money, $2,000. It's like, maybe because I'm about to make a bigger impact. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) You've got to be uncomfortable. You've got to be uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what you've taught me. And regardless of being in my comfort zone, I'm done with all that. I'm ready to go all in and just listen to you because everyone should listen to you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's really fun. Like when you get into the business map, it's really, really fun because what I vibe off is when I go in there, I get inspired by everyone. Because here's the thing, someone like yourself is going to join they share a story. This is where I started. This is where I am now. And this is the roadblocks that I have, all the unrealistic goals. And then after like, you know, six months goes down, people are all working on their thing. So you start taking notice of everyone else's goals. And then you start like seeing them win, hitting those goals. And then they start celebrating their goals and celebrating their wins. And even if they're just small things, And all those things helps you build courage because it's like, here's all people that think like me. They believe the same things I believe in, or they're going through the same hardships as I am. So when I see someone else posting a win like that, I know how hard they had to work to make it happen. And so when I go in there, it's insanely inspiring for me because I go in and I'm like, oh man, I'm just not doing enough or, you know, like whatever it is. And I'll start looking at some of these posts. I'm like, oh my God, like, look at these crazy people. I thought I was crazy, but look at these crazy people. Like that's cool. Right. And I love how you put everyone into one room or one call because they can hear about each other's concerns and problems and just learn from each other. I think that's also really different in a business coach. Like I've never heard of that before. So I love that you do that because it does create a whole community And I've already, you know, like have been messaging with some people in the business map and their energy is just like one Next girl, level, hey. shout out, shout out to Lily. I think her name's Lily. Lily Knox. Knox. Yeah. She, she's amazing. Like I was, 
she's so sweet. And just an example of someone in your business map, I told her I wanted to sign up and she was like, if you want to get on a FaceTime call, if you have any questions, you need anything. Like she's already presenting the energy that you give by making random people feel seen. It's crazy. Like, isn't that crazy? It's like, I know one per like one person in the community and she's already like so sweet and, and has the same energy as you. And so it just makes me really excited to be a part of the community. Yeah, like you, yeah. you start seeing, like one thing that I notice is, and it, this is not our fault. And I and I got to give my love out to everyone out there in our community. Like, there's so many of us that are struggling right now, and so many of us, there's real roadblocks in front of us. But what I do see is, like in a lot of other communities, a lot of people only put up the roadblocks. Like, oh, my client said this about me, or they reposted this with a filter, or they did this, or the industry's doing this, or like whatever it is. And my heart goes out to all those people that are really struggling in like those times. But what I've noticed in the business map is like everyone still goes through the same struggles. Everyone does. But what I notice is the way that they react to the problems in front of them. And so all of a sudden, like I know they're all going through some, like some people in there going through some hard stuff and that's why they join, right? But then when they post the stuff they're posting, I'm like, they're looking for the positive. They're looking for the opportunity and they're always opening the opening the door. So it's just a mindset shift, but their outlook on life now, it's like, oh my God, they're seeing so, so many amazing things. And here's a little analogy that I like to use. If I said to you, Berkeley, there's bills stacking up on your kitchen counter. Like, what would you think? I wouldn't care because Jai, I could care less about money. This is one thing I agree with you on and I do not work for money. Yes, you work for yourself. So <laughs> right. here's the interesting thing though. If I said to one person, there's bills stacking up on, on your um, kitchen counter, someone will say, oh man, like there's so many bills. I hate bills. But someone else will say, there's bills on my counter. I'm rich. Like, are there $50 bills? Are there $20 bills? Are there $100 bills? Like, tell me what they are. And so a bill and a bill can be exactly the same. One's a bill, which is $100. And one's a bill, which is a phone bill, Right. But the way that our brain is wired is like, are we looking for bills that we need to pay or are we looking for bills that is actually money? And so it's funny yeah. because so many times people have said to me like, oh, I've got so many bills. I'm like, man, you're rich. Where do you put them all? Under your pillow? You know, because my yeah. head instantly is looking for the positive, not in a like over positively um, positive way that's toxic, but in a way that I am always seeing the best in everyone and everything and every opportunity because that's what I want in my life. Right. And I thought you were referring to like, as just a sack of money on my kitchen counter. So I was like, Oh, I don't care. But no, it's so true. And I, that I also love how you always say that if you won't do it for free, then why are you doing it? And I just really agree with that because even leaving my apartment building the other day, my neighbor was like, Oh, you, where are you going? And I'm like to a photo shoot. And he's like, Oh, well, that's great. You're about to make some money. And it's like, what do you mean, man? Like, I'm not going for money. Going to make an impact. <laughs> totally. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it, sometimes I sound like a broken record with it, but honestly, the no. people that I see that go out there and they work regardless of how much they're getting paid, regardless of anything, they always not only get paid what they're worth, but a lot more because they're worth a lot more. And so it's, it's like a disconnect that we see. And we think unless we're charging what we're worth, what we perceive ourselves to worth, otherwise we're not working. A lot of the times we are not worth what we think because we haven't created the work that people are valuing. And then, so if we're overestimating what we're worth, we'll have no work because no one's willing to pay that, right? 
but the people that I see that keep showing up and they will do free mentoring, they'll do a free podcast, they will do, they'll shoot a wedding for free, they'll shoot headshots for their friends for free. What I notice with them is after a while, they'll be like, oh my God, I, I didn't even notice, but I actually made six figures this year because people will just pay me for all sorts of stuff. Like after that free wedding right. I did, someone bought an album, people have been buying prints, a friend referred to another friend. I actually booked five weddings from that one wedding. Like the knock-on right. effect has been huge and they don't even realize because they're in their flow of doing what they love. Right. And I work for free too. Like, well, not every day, but just like what you're referring to, but it's so true. Like if you won't do it for free, don't do it at all, man. It's not worth your time. <laughs> so one thing I'd like to say to people, and this is like um, advice that some people really hate and some people love and it. It's for the right people at the right time. But I say like, if you are struggling right now and you're not getting any leads, you're not getting any work and you're thinking like, maybe I should just be doing Facebook ads and spending some money on advertising or whatever it is. Like I always like challenge people and say, if you can, like financially, if you can book out your next three months, your whole calendar. So there's no white space on that calendar whatsoever. Book the whole thing out with just work, regardless if you're getting paid or you're not. Make sure on Monday, you're going to shoot some stuff for a vendor. Make sure on Tuesday, you're going to shoot some stuff for whoever or whatever it is that you do as, as we are all creative entrepreneurs. So every day, like there's a style shoot happening on Wednesday, better be happening. You know, you're going to shoot a wedding for free on Saturday. And so if you filled your calendar where you're hustling every single day for three months, what happens is people take notice because all of a sudden you are the busy person. You are the busy cafe with the lineup out the door. Regardless of people are paying you or not, that's not what pe other people see. They just see like, oh my God, you're in hot demand. And then the amount of content that you're making is bulk. The amount of conversations, connections, and friends that you're making is expanding and growing like drastically faster than everybody else. Your competition's taking notice because they can't not take notice. Like you are the busiest person in town and everything expands. Your portfolio expands your uh, mindset will expand, like everything. And it's so easy from there to use that momentum to start charging. And then that's what, if you're playing the long game after probably six months to a year's time, man, you're going to be charging more than everybody else because you're going to be in hot demand. Right. And not, on, not only are you building more relationships, but you're actually building that trust and, and you putting out all those podcasts all the time is built so much trust. Like people like your haters or whatever say like some of them might say like oh you're putting out too much but because you put out too much is why i'm here today and is totally. why i am like look at that and trust is what people <laughs> Unbelievable. want you know right exactly so for instance like when i wanted to be a like a full-time destination wedding photographer i never shot a wedding overseas so the first thing i did is i went to the us to go and shoot as many as i could and i think i shot like seven eight weddings but what I was doing was I was instilling trust into my followers that I can travel. I do have a passport. I can do it. The photos do look beautiful. And until I could do that, I wasn't worth what I wanted to charge because how could I get paid to travel overseas to shoot something when I didn't even have a portfolio? I actually didn't know how to use my camera. I didn't have any connections. Like there was nothing for me to show. Right. But you're still showing people that you mean business and yeah. that you're serious. And even if you don't have all of that, you can still show people that, hi, I mean, I mean business and I'm serious about this and I want this and I'm not going to give up no matter what. I love that. <laughs> hey, for my listeners, can you tell me like, um, if you've gone through any mindset shifts in the last 12 months, how that's looked for you 
on a practical sense and also just a holistic sense of your whole business? Yeah. So, so like I mentioned before, and I probably had the same question for you, Jai, but like I mentioned before, I've suffered from anxiety, depression, like the list goes on. But I think once I started just, you know, shooting weddings and felt like I was making an impact on just one person's life. And that's when I started feeling, feeling successful because before my dad passed, well, the mindset shift has just been since my dad passed because before I was very just ego driven, but now I just feel happy and successful. I feel like I'm on cloud nine whenever I leave a wedding because I've made an impact in just one couple's life. But as far as just, I'm working on being a more positive person. Like I do have kind of have dark humor and like ne negative humor at times. <laughs> so I'm trying to be more positive, like, and just, you know, like, for example, I'm at a wedding last week and I'm thinking about how bad my feet hurt, my back hurts, how tired I am. But I'm in the, I go to the bathroom and I'm just thinking, Jai would not complain about being tired. Jai would not complain about being <laughs> tired. So it's just the little things and the little positive thoughts that make a huge difference and a bigger impact. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. So what about you? How has your mind changed? Because, well, mine, mine has also changed as far as just the scarcity mindset, because I feel like, like I said, I would, I would never like open my mind to a business coach, but you have, have had a business coach. You've actually paid $20,000 for a business coach. So why can't I pay that much for a business coach? And you, you're so busy. You can even make time in your schedule to get on a podcast with random people in the USA. Like, So how has your mindset changed in the past 12 months? My mindset changed dramatically. And it only probably in, just in the last couple of months, it's actually changed a lot. But one thing I noticed is I was actually starting to get not depressed, but I felt like there was something, there was an anchor holding me back. And so what it actually was, and I realized this only a few weeks ago, but what I realized is um, I do try to play myself down to fit in with my friends and family and the people around me. And as that's been fine for the last few years, but what's happened lately is I feel like I'm hitting a new self. Like I have reinvented myself and I'm in like, I'm not in a new league, but I'm just like in a new self where I'm growing and um, things are evolving. And I want to solidify myself with who I am today. So for instance, like a few years ago, I always imagined what would it be like to be a millionaire? What would it be like to do this and that? And um, today I still drive like a busted up old car and, you know, I still shop for secondhand clothes and I do these things. And I'm like, it's interesting because what I do is disconnected from like where I am right now in my career. And I do it because I want to be the same as everybody else. And I feel guilty admitting that I do want more. And so over Christmas, when I went and seen everybody, this guilt has just been like getting heavier and heavier on me. And I think I came to the conclusion that I was like, enough's enough. And I want to be a bonfire. I want to be so hot that people want to come around and they want to like warm up next to my bonfire. I want to build something that's larger than life. Like I want to be larger than life. I want to be these things. And I, and I don't want to have to keep holding myself down or like hold myself back because I believe people are going to judge me for whatever reason. So for me, it's been insanely, insanely important journey just to do, just to do that. And I actually, like, I'd like to share a story with you and I'm going to do a podcast episode on it actually. But um, one thing I wanted to do is I wanted to buy a new car. And I always joke about buying like a Range Rover one day when I'm successful. And um, just like last week, 
I went out with my wife and um, we we're like, well, we should go for a, like a test drive in a Range Rover and see what that's like. And when we were there, I was looking at it. I was like, man, I feel so much guilt being here. And this is so scary. Like, why are we even test driving this thing? Like, we don't even need it, you know, like we don't need it. And um, I realized I actually never get scared. And I was like, why am I scared of this? It's because this is that this is the block. And for me, this is actually an important thing for me to overcome. And so I asked my wife, I'm like, do you, do you want this car? And she's like, oh, this would be awesome. Imagine the road trips. And I'm like, let's do it. Let's just buy it. And so I talked to the guy and I was like, I want to buy this. And then he's like, did you get pre-approval for finance? And I'm like, no, I'll, I'll buy it cash. Like, let's just do this. Right. And so I bought a Range Rover, the most expensive car that I've probably even been in. I saw you guys riding around in yeah. that thing, that bad boy. Yeah. That's most amazing. expensive car. And so there's a few different reasons why I did it. It's because, um, one is I want to solidify the way that I feel about myself and own and show the world that I am somewhere and I've, and I've built this space. Like I've been homeless before. I've lived in cars. I've had broken down cars. I've had my cars on the side of the road where they just burnt out and all sorts of stuff has happened. And right now it's like, that's not me anymore though. And I'm like, why don't, why am I so guilty stepping into my new self? And I feel like in more, like it's more of an egotistical way of like measuring this, but I feel like if I do have this car and it makes me scared even looking at it and showing people and telling people about it, then I feel like this is me evolving and growing and it's where I need to be. Does that make sense? And you you should, I love when you say, does that make sense? <laughs> but you should never dim your light to make other people feel comfortable. And that's another cliche quote, but it's so true because you've created this awesome life for yourself, but you're still so humbled that you want to make you feel guilty. You want to make other people comfortable, but screw that, man. Live your best life. <laughs> whip that range, whip that Range Rover around and live your best life, King, because you have done it. Well, it's funny you're because um, everyone. Well, even Lelu said like, she's like, if your business coach drove around a Range Rover, would you be annoyed? And I'd be like, no, I'd actually be really inspired. And she's like, if, she, exactly. if he's driving around like a beat up old car and living in this shitty house, like, would you be inspired? I was like, no, actually I'd be disappointed because right. that is my future life. Like what they're doing, them hitting those goals, it means like, is it possible? And if they're not doing anything, I'm like, well, then it's impossible. Like, I don't want that life. So Lilu kind of like tells right. me like, that's how I need to be thinking. It's like people are not feeling bad or bad or shitty about themselves. They see it as inspiration Go shit, this person's living his best life. And this is how you can get there. And it's possible. Right. Cause everyone only cares about themselves. So when they look at yeah. that, it's, Oh, how do I, how do I get that? Exactly. It's, oh, it's not, Oh, Jai's riding around in his new whip. It's, Oh, I want to be driving around in that whip. And how do I become uh -huh. more like Jai? So where do you feel like that deeply rooted guilt comes from? Do you feel like you're kind of just. It's, um, it's definitely from family and stuff because my dad was, um, a big believer and he, he ought to always say that like, he hates rich people, rich people should be taxed more or there should be this or there should be that. And you're not happy when you're rich. You'd always say that. And even my family now, they always say like, you know, they'd be like, Oh, did you hear someone just made a million dollars or something? And the first thing they'll say, Oh, I bet you they're not happy though. And they'll always jump to that. And so they have this deep guilt. And what people do is, is wherever they are, they want to prove to everyone that they're the best and they're, and they're right. So that way it like justifies where we are. And growth is the scariest thing. Like you were saying, like change is the scariest thing. And we try to avoid change. So for me, just growing up around that um, attitude of everyone always saying that and trying to hold each other down, 
So none of us grow, none of us change, everything stays the same. That for me has been like the hardest thing for me to actually get past. It's so hard. Right. But I feel like since you like realized that about the whole guilt Range Rover thing, I think that's just a greater reason for you to buy one because it's not to flex on people. It's just to it's the own feel, it. feel nice. We like nice things. Like, come on, like we want to ride around in a nice car. Yeah. But it should never, like, you should never feel guilty about that ever. You're I amazing. Know, I you know. Created this. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a long You're process. Just, I know, right? But it, self awareness. And then we go from there. Because, like I said, I was embarrassed to have my scarcity thoughts. But once you put it all out on the table, it's all good. Candid thoughts. And we move forward and we ride around in our Range Rover and blast the music. <laughs> so the thing is like with you and myself and what I like to say to everyone, like anyone listening right now is we all go through the same thing. So someone just starting out could look at you, Berkeley, and go like, oh, but she's successful. She's killing it. She mustn't ever have these feelings. She must feel like she's on top of the world. Or someone might look at me and go like, oh, Jai, he's, you know, he's killing it. He's got a Range Rover. Like he must be feeling on top of the world. And what I like to say is like, we all have these things that we have to break through. And no matter how much I self-develop or how many courses I've done or how many coaches I've gone to, at the end of it, I need more or I need someone else or I need to step up because... I fixed the things from my old Jai that I needed to go through, but today I'm a new person because I've worked through it and I broke through that ceiling. So of course, next year, I'm going to have to work with someone else or do something else to make myself uncomfortable because we are always on this journey of growth. Right. And it's like, don't compare your year five to someone someone's year 10, you know? So it's like, you hit all these ceilings I know, and we are. just don't compare yourself to other people. We're all guilty for it. So <laughs> it really is actually. Awesome. Really Thank is. you for sharing that with me because <laughs> I know that's a vulnerable thought, but no one perfect. See, it, it just, it's humbling to hear from someone that looks at you, like someone like me and others who look at your life and they're like, wow, I want Jai's life. It's so refreshing to hear candid thoughts like that. So thank you. Okay. So the thing I want to finish off with, because you haven't actually joined the business map yet and you're thinking about joining up real soon. I actually want to hear you talk about um, shamelessly your unrealistic goals. I don't know if you've thought about it before, but like unrealistic goals where you'd like, it doesn't matter if it's monetary, it doesn't matter if it's confidence, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, you going into your new self, like it doesn't matter if it's you making your dad proud, making you proud, like whatever it is. Um, I want you to share it here so we can keep you accountable as well. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I think I have rather like a twist on that because I feel like I'm joining the business map because I don't have enough unrealistic goals. So I could, I, I like, like I said, I really am not driven by money, but you know, maybe in the business map, I can create higher money goals and I've, you know, struggle. It gets lonely doing this on my own. So I would love to eventually let go and hire someone else. So maybe in the business map, I can get inspired to hire an associate or outsource my editing or all of that good stuff. So I, I'm hoping to create more unrealistic goals because I'm just such a comfortable person. Comfortable I love person. That. I love that. <laughs> so I want to create more unrealistic goals. I don't have enough. Like I just want to keep taking photography to the next level and one day be a mother. But other than that, I could really add more goals to my list, man. So hopefully we'll get some more. Well, you get inspired when you start seeing other people's unrealistic goals. And I'm always sharing mine in there as well. And people always like, what the hell? That's way too big. Yeah. 
And the bigger it is, it makes you expand your thinking and what's actually possible. Even if it's just a thought, it doesn't have to be like, oh, this is going to be real, but just a thought that possibly, you know, let's say your business could make a million dollars a year. Oh my God. New thought expanding of like, how could that be possible? Is other people doing it? And now you're thinking different thoughts. So let's say it was, that was your unrealistic goal. And let's just say you started thinking and expanding and growing towards that. And at the end of the year, you made 500,000. Hey man, you didn't hit your unrealistic goal, but you went way higher and way bigger and you grew so much more than when you were thinking you wanted to make 50 grand a year. Yeah. Like shoot for the moon or, or you'll land amongst the stars or whatever they say. Like if you shoot for the moon, you'll still land amongst the stars. I think it, it goes like that. But okay, just to finish this off, I want to hear one of your unrealistic goals. <laughs> Ooh, unrealistic goals. I think this year, let me think. You got me on the spot right now. So I've got so many, I've got so many of them though. Yeah. So with my business, like I want to be uh, one of the biggest coaches in our space and I want to make business really fun. I want to liberate a lot of people, like a lot of wedding photographers, a lot of creative entrepreneurs. I want to like get into that. And I want to make business so fun for them that they wake up and they're like, Oh my God, I'm not only excited about shooting and doing my craft and making things, but I'm excited about the career and the path and the life that I'm building. And so if I can do that on a big scale and help as many people as possible, I mean, that for me is like, it's, it's like legacy. It's, it, it, a massive impact. It's it's just so much, and I know it's impossible to reach you know millions of people. But as I'm my unrealistic goal, yeah, maybe, and I'm <laughs> going to try anyway, regardless. Well, you're absolutely going to get there because to me, you've already taken over the world. So now you just got to take over the universe, man. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing, and for me, it's like I got to keep remembering. It's not about trying to help millions of people. It's about helping one person. And so for me being on the podcast here with you, it's like the one person, and this is the way I work. I'm like one and one and one and one. And after a while, I'm like, oh, there's a hundred. Then one and one. I'm like, there's a thousand. And for me, it's like really important because I know there's someone else listening to this right now and their unrealistic goals. Like maybe I could be on Jai's podcast one day. Maybe I could make 500,000. Maybe I could join a course. Maybe I could find a coach. Maybe I could buy a Range Rover. And so it's like makes people think a little bit more. And that means I'm not only just helping you today, I'm also helping someone else. And the knock on effect is huge. Be careful what you wish for though, because you just might get it. Because I told you, for for those of you listening, I told Jai that it was my goal to go on his podcast next year. Like, you know, maybe give the listeners a little more to walk away with, but he asked me to come on right now today. Let's make it happen today. I've showed up out of my comfort zone. I was sick this week, but this made my entire year. So you're definitely doing what you said by making an impact in just one person's life. (laughs) Awesome, Berkeley. I just want to say a huge thank you for being on the show and saying yes to jumping on and talking to me on the podcast today. Do you have any anywhere we can come and find you do you have an instagram account or something yes absolutely i have an instagram with an extremely long name it is berkeley mcgahee photography maybe we'll include that in the notes is this when the music yeah, starts we'll is put that in the, the notes music? yet music starting right now is this Ooh, when the music, the music starts playing oh the music's the best man it's the best part <laughs> thank you Josh, so, so much thank you thank you thank, thank you, you thank you talk to you soon awesome